Due to the graphic nature of this podcast, viewer discretion is advised. Yo. No. No? You need to leave. Why? First there were tentacles, then there were demons. What denizens of hell did you bring this time? Who no. was that? Oh, no one from the Yachty Boot Club, that's for sure. Can we come in? The secondhand weed is giving me the munchies. Fine, you can come in. What does that smell even do to your cats? Uh, puzzle? Oh, right. Can she come in? No, I'm gonna let her, the goth girl, melt into the triple digits. It was a joke. Come on in. Thank you. Is that garlic? Yeah, I was making meatballs. Why are you wearing all that? You're not like some vampire or something. Oh, no. Uh, No, vampire. No, not at all. (laughs) No. What? Damn it, puzzle! Hey, Fujitos. So we're going to be reviewing Transfusions by Annie K today. But before we begin, uh, we have two, well, one update right now. So first, Suki no Senshi just performed Viewfinder Prayer in the Abyss at Annie Magic. So that's like the follow up to their previous musical. If you were lucky enough to see the show, please let us know how it was. I don't know if we'll ever be able to make it to Germany to see a show in person. So we're eager to see it on YouTube. But if you catch it before we do, please send it our way. We'll definitely do another review when it's posted on YouTube. And guess what? They just announced their new musical will be Voltron. So again, follow them on Twitter or Facebook if you want more updates about those uh, that upcoming show. What is time Voltron? Yeah, you 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 can lead us on our journey to Germany. Journey to wow, that rhyme. Journey to Germany. Journey to Germany. Germany. My my speech impediment (laughs) came back there for just a second. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So before we begin, who do we have with us today? I'm Lynn. Hey, Lynn. Welcome back. Good to be back. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. Erin. All right, and I'm your host, Puzzle Savant. So today we're going to talk about transfusions. This is set in a city in northern Finland called. I'm going to butcher it, Rovaniemi. So this is where a media student named Dylan encounters a vampire who coerces him into being his personal blood supply. But as they get to know each other better, a relationship blossoms. So like I said, the author is Annie Kay. She also has another webcomic called The Witch Door. Here's her summary. It's the story of two neighbors and the more or less magical places they travel to through a witch door. It's also available online if you would like to read it. So as for transfusions, it originally began in July 2010. Uh, You'll see a different date on the current transfusion website because uh, it just got updated. So the date has it as 2018, but that's wrong. Uh, So initially... Annie Kay didn't really have the story plotted out at first. She hadn't thought of a location or many of the topics that she's currently discussing. But since then, the story has taken on a life of its own. Book one was an introduction to characters and conflict, and it mostly centered around Dylan and Joa's relationship. And then she intends to make book two more inclusive. That, that's how she worded it. And as you read, you can see this happening. The characters uh, exemplify this goal through their acceptance of their friend's sexuality, and even through conversations about their own sexuality. Uh, And she also promised that book two is going to have a lot more vampire action in it. 
So, Lynn, we'll start with you. What is your history with transfusions? Uh, I came across transfusions in the early 2000s, like right around like Starfighter and Tea House, because I was a a broke college student and I didn't have money to buy manga or anything. So I went to the webcomic world and I, I came across it probably 2011 or 2012. And there weren't very many pages out. And the comic was originally like on a web posting sharing type of website. And, um, I mean, I, I found the, the characters, like, especially Joa, because it was just, you know, the, the red hair. I remember the red hair character. And then um, a couple of years ago, I was thinking about it, and I kind of read it again from what it was back in its early days. So just finding it through other webcomics and websites, that's how I ran into it. Okay. Erin, uh, how about you? I didn't know about it till you, we said we were going to review it. Oh, okay. So that clicked the link and read it. I went through a whirlwind reading and I'm like, this is going to be terrible. Oh, it's Twilight. Okay, it's not Twilight. It's better than Twilight, <laughs> but still problematic. But okay, that's cute. Okay, no, I'm disappointed again. Okay, it's good. And then like I, I ended on sort of like a neutral territory and I'm curious to see where it goes. Okay, I'm, I'm interested to hear more about yeah. your experience. <laughs> and then uh, Sarah. Uh, so I got in it, into it back when it was on Smack Jeeves. That was the website. Yeah, Smack Jeeves. Yep. So probably right around the time Lynn was checking it out. Um, I remember it sticking in my mind because the color spotting was things mm-hmm. that people were starting to do in webcomics. And I really liked that style. I just loved how often she updated. It was like four pages a week. And I was like, dang, this is the only webcomic that I don't have to wait as long for it. So I really, that's why I started reading it. Okay. And I think you're the one who suggested it to me and that's how I got into it. Yeah, that was definitely me. Yeah. And I did like it. It's, yeah, that color spotting. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a, a gray, I don't want to say grayscale because there, there's a lot more colors in there than just gray, but it's definitely a kind of muted well, it's it's gray for everything except for red. Right. Yeah, Any red tone, red tone, whether it's like pink or bright, brilliant red, all of the reds come out, but everything else is gray. Yeah, I like And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's compared to Devoto, it's not as like colorful or artistically creative, not to like bash it or anything. It's just just that comparison. It's worlds away. But Transfusion definitely does stand out on its own. So we'll start with, um, there, there are two books right now. There's book one. Um, book two just started recently. Uh, so in chapter one, we meet our main characters. There's Dylan. He's a student photographer. And then there's Joa. He's a 25-year-old redheaded vampire. He drinks blood twice a week. But six days after drinking Dylan's blood, he still wasn't hungry. And that's kind of what prompts his interest into Dylan. And then the minor characters that we meet are Carolyn. She's also redheaded. And she and Dylan, well, Dylan had a crush on her, but she has a crush on someone else. That's her subplot. Angie is Dylan's best friend, and she always wears like a beanie. And then there's Alf, their classmate. So in this first chapter, Dylan encounters a vampire. And the taste of his blood is so unique that Joa decides not to kill him and intends to make Dylan his personal blood bank. And he threatens to kill his family and friends if he does not agree. So by this point in the story, did did it pull you in? Did it catch your interest? Yes. Yeah? Well, because I like problematic things. 
Well, Joe's hot, so okay, that too. Uh, I'm there for I'm there for it. That too. <laughs> I was like, this is a mess. This is a twilight, like weird, not so consensual situation, manipulative situation. And I kind of liked Carolyn, so I kind of liked their interactions. But I knew in the end he was gonna like obviously where this was going. So I was like, eh. but I was drawn to see how they were going to get there. So kept going. Okay. At first I wanted, I was thinking maybe Carolyn's going to be jealous. Like I thought she was going to reciprocate his feelings. And then he goes for the vampire and she's like, well, see, I think I had the morbid curiosity of how bad is this going to blow up when things go down? That like, too. There's, there's always that like, this is problematic. How bad is this going to get? Yeah. No, I was definitely wondering, uh, like, what I would do, like, that's what got me interested, just that connection with the main character, because I was asking, what would I do in his situation? So if you were in Dylan's situation, what would you have done? I'm mystified he didn't, because at the end, we're, well, the go- going spoilers. No spoilers. Um, no spoilers. Why he didn't go to his friends. Like, they're clearly trustworthy people. It was never clear to me. Some people seem to understand vampires, and other people seem very shocked. Uh-huh. Whether vampires are acknowledged part of his universe, like people know they exist, or they're very mythological and we should all be shocked. That was unclear how people stood with that in he himself. Because he kind of knew he was a vampire and got it, but then also shocked whether, like, if someone came up to you and told you they were a vampire, you would be probably not believe them, right? Oh, no, I'd laugh. I, I don't remember what documentary it was. I think it was, like, the Sci-Fi Channel documentary. But it was about vampires. And there are legit people in New Orleans who seriously believe they are vampires. And they go to like a special blood bank or something where they can drink blood. But it, it, it's definitely like a cultish kind of feel. Yeah, because I was surprised he didn't just assume he's some crazy dude with some body modifications. Oh, yeah. Totally believed that he is a vampire and did not seek out like... Well, there were the teeth, and then he hissed, and... And he jumped pretty high at one yeah, point. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. But, like, even with the manipulation, I'll get your friends and family, yeah. how much did he know already, and couldn't you warn your friends and family first, and, like, you know, like, it's like The Walking Dead, like, come on, guys! Yeah. Okay. I can tell you what I would do, but that's because I'm I'm a, a evil person. I would probably try and eat the most garlic I possibly could. <laughs> Like, just whole cloves, just shove them in my mouth. I don't remember. In in the story, did Joa say he was allergic to garlic still or no? No, but I would have tried it anyway. Okay. Like, I don't even know if that's the lore, but I'd be like, this might work. Okay, fair enough. I like a sun lamp. I, th- I think I wouldn't have believed him either at first. Like, oh, uh, this is just some crazy person. And, I mean, he comes back and you see him, he's fast and... Well, shit, this is real. Mm-hmm. Um, That's yeah. where the garlic comes in. I would be afraid in. for, you know, my friends and my family. So it's like one of these things, do I tell them? Do I keep it to myself? If I tell them, they're you're gonna go, they're going to go in harm's way. So it's like that that internal struggle of keeping it to myself or involving everybody I care about. Yeah, no. So if I were in Dylan's situation, I would try. I'd definitely keep it to myself. I wouldn't cause panic for family or friends. But uh, I would try to kill Joa, i.e. the garlic. Yeah, well, I don't know if the garlic, <laughs> garlic would work. Like, I'd no, try to, probably like, wouldn't. stab him or something. that he didn't like light and he hung around in darkness. So I'd probably get a giant sun lamp or something. Ooh, oh, yeah. a suntan yeah. bed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. But yeah, I would have tried to kill them. Like, do something Definitely. Dean Winchester style. 
so I'd get creative. Is there no one in their universe they could call, like the Ghostbusters? <laughs> may- oh, maybe. That could be a twist. Dean Winchester. <laughs> All right. I have a phone number. I didn't watch it after the show. People call them, they just No, they just kind of read the news, and if it was strange, they're like, yep, that's for us. So on to chapter two. Dylan ends up accepting Joa's deal, and while they're hanging out one night, Joa shares his backstory. So he essentially made some rude comments about this guy's mother. So he and his buds ganged up on him and nearly beat him to death. But before dying, a vampire named Marcel offered to give him power to seek revenge. So after becoming a vampire, Joa was forced to leave his girlfriend just behind and moved to France with Marcel and his followers. But after some time, he eventually left too, and he recently moved to Dylan's town. And what country are they in again? Finland. Yeah, Finland. they're in Finland. Yeah, so it, at, at first it wasn't established where exactly they were. And actually, I the only reason I found out... Is native to the area that he's in now or no? No, he's, no. he's from England. Okay. Yes, so I don't remember which year. So yeah, in the 60s. in the eighties, in the eighties. Okay, oh, he was born in the sixties. He was born in the sixties. Sixties. So okay. Yeah, that that mohawk. There's no way that's not from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, but in the webcomic, it doesn't mention what town they're in. I only got that information from the about page, mm-hmm. or if they did, I may have just missed it. Why are all like famous vampires like French and? European. Like, they're always European and often French, because when you think about it... Isn't that like, where it originated, though? Yeah, like, from England. Like, that was a thing that with, with I don't want to say the plague, but, like, um, just how the body, when it's decomposing, how it expands and, like, it leaks out. People thought that was, like, some vampire stuff. And no, I think... I'm thinking, like, Anne Rice, her vampires were... French, America. Right? They were in America, but didn't they end up in France at one point? Yeah. They yeah. The original, back. the Lestat... Lestat was, was originally from... from French. Yeah. I feel yeah. like a lot of mythology has vampires in France and, like, novels. I don't know, that there's something romantic about French vampires. A lot of to... them say the progenitor is from Europe. Yeah. So, like, okay. the original vampire. Wasn't Dracula, like, from Eastern Europe, though? Transylvania. Yeah, so, like, that's the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I got the illnesses. It had to do with, like, TB. Like, people yeah, were trying yeah. to, like, do yeah, blood infusions. Definitely. And, yeah, it, like, there, we could go on about all yeah. those documentaries, but they're, they're out there. Uh, so in Chapter 5, a couple weeks go by, and Dylan's become increasingly aware of Joa's strange behavior. He suspects Joa has a crush on him and realizes he might feel the same way, too. So after two dreams tell him to, to follow his heart, Dylan and Joa finally share their first kiss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is, like, the point where their relationship's starting to yeah. grow. And, okay, so, compared to Devoto, like, they kind of jump into the sex real quick. But for, like, if if you just want intimate content between characters, you'll eventually get it in transfusions, but it's not until later. It's kind of like a slow burn, really. Yeah. So, just your fair warning. So, in Chapter 7, we, dear readers, get cock block. Or Joa does. So we are ex- essentially, like, deprived. So Joa finally meets all of Dylan's friends at a Christmas party. And then afterwards, things get heated, but Dylan kind of panics and runs out the door. And Joa doesn't want to have sex with him. He wants to make love to him. And it kind of freaked Dylan out. So he, he needed more time to just kind of process that information. So we skip ahead a couple chapters. Uh, from chapter seven, we finally come to chapter nine. 
the boys actually finally get down to business. Uh, compared to Devoto, you live in the moment more with these characters. It's not an abrupt cut. Uh, and it took a while to build up to this moment. Right, yeah. So it's like, it's your reward for getting through the slow burn. But yeah, in Devoto, it's like they would start making out and then it would just kind of cut. Uh, but in Devoto, like the, and this is what I love about transfusions. NEK really highlights the importance of communication between your partner when you're having these intimate moments. Because they're, There's still a conversation going between these two, but it's still fantastic to read through. So then we move on to chapter 10. They they have one night at Angela's house. A movie night. Yeah, it's a movie night, and things go south real fast because she's trying to take pictures of all the cute couples together. And then she notices that Joa doesn't show up on her phone, so he just kind of comes out and says what he is. But of course... She freaks out. She's hurt that Dylan didn't say anything to her. And she essentially kicks him out and he turns into dust and just kind of flips out the door. Yeah, because the moment he's not welcome, he has to leave. Like right, vampires yeah. of legend. Yeah, so one of the basic rules is like, he, he can't be in sunlight. That'll pretty much kill him. And then he needs to be invited into a house. So uh, what would you do if you were in Angie's position? Did I say Angela earlier? Her, no, she's Angie. It says he Angela her, in chapter 10. So okay. Angie Angie's for friends, short. Okay. I was, her friends call her Angie, but Joa always calls her Angela. Okay. That I makes sense. Notice I notice he never refers to her as Angie, but all her friends do because it's more of like an intimacy. And huh. he refers to her more formally because remember, he hasn't known her for as long. That's true. That's cool. Yeah. And he probably hasn't interacted with a lot of people between his time tr- running from Marcel and the other vampires. So yeah, so what I just thought I messed up there for a second. But what would you do if you were in her position? Would you what have kicked him out? I believe this. Like yeah. there's so many other explanations that are more rational, like something's wrong with your phone, the lighting was bad, and that the fact that he doesn't like he has the ability, he's even said that he can like warp minds and you've seen him do it. Oh. He didn't do the thing. But then I guess you could say, Oh, he's trying to be honest with the friends. Right. But like it caused so much problem like this could have been done better. Like, I, well, I think he he came out and confessed because he's bit, he's known them for essentially half a year, and and they were going to find out eventually. That that was one thing he and Dylan talked about. They're like, it's okay, it'll blow over. Like, they were going to find out sooner or later. Uh, but I think as somebody you know not in in what's going on, it might have been quite shocking, right? So she clearly did not keep it to herself. She just said, "What the hell's going on? Why are you not showing up on my phone?" And then it just, like, holy, everything at that party just was at a standstill. It's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, she freaked. She definitely freaked. So, I mean, based on her reaction, I mean, at that point, it's like, what do you say? I mean, oh, no, you know, something's wrong with your phone. It's, at that point, you just, I think Joe did the right thing by just saying, yeah, I'm a vampire. Right. So, if I were in her position, like, I would... I'd freak out like, holy shit, vampires are real? But would you jump to vampire immediately from the picture? Like, that probably, probably not. I probably no, said it. Yeah, 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 he's the one who said it. Yeah. She, she just wanted to know, whoa, what is wrong Why are you with not this? showing up? But then afterwards, I'd be chill, and I'd be like, okay, that's really cool. And then I'd start asking all the questions. But, yeah, Sarah, what would you do? Well, her cats freak out first. And that's something we didn't oh. talk about, is her sweet, adorable cats. And I'm like, 
if my cat, my fluffball sweetheart, who loves everyone who walks through that door, freaked out, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, what's wrong with you? Get out of my house now before I even knew about the phone. So, yeah, she, she but then once count. I knew about the phone and my cats had freaked out, I'd have been like, okay, what are you and what's wrong with you? And then once he said that, I'd be like, okay, well, you're going to have to leave while I can process the fact that Valkyrie is mm. real and then maybe we can talk. Okay, yeah, I wish they clarified, like I mentioned earlier, how realistic vampires are in their universe. Like, is it like ours where, like, vampires are total myth and it would be totally shocking? Or has there been evidence of vampires before in their lives? Oh. Yeah, that's still not explained, but I think maybe chapter two will get to that, because there's a lot of stuff happening in chapter two. Oh, yeah, yeah, she kept her word. I'm super excited. But we're not going to give spoilers nope, about chapter two. you'll two. have to read it. Yeah. It's worth the read. You're, you're, you're starting to get more information. Yeah, so um, chapter 11, like I said, Dylan ends up making up with his friends, and they, they all get to know Joa by asking all those interesting questions, like, do you shit? Do you, like, still eat? All that stuff. <laughs> all the important questions. Do you like, sparkle? Oh, and then uh, chapter 12, this is going to be everyone's favorite. Happy Valentine's Day. They switch. That's the best part. <laughs> everyone loves a good switch. I do. Yes. I like how consent, despite the rough start with the whole blood thing, um, that throughout the whole their whole like romantic sexual, like they talk everything through. They're very communicative with each other and they make sure the other one's okay with everything they're doing. That was good. Mm-hmm. It's very refreshing because a lot of stories between two male couple, you know, two males, sometimes it's like, they don't communicate enough and it causes extra friction and that like just pisses me off because I'm like, just talk about it. Talk about what you're feeling. It'd they take were five good. minutes. Yes, it'll take five minutes. <laughs> they were very good with that. I mean, the only thing that threw me off is how they like magically went from straight to like undefined. They like, they both go over several times that I am a straight man and that you're just my one exception, which I'm kind of like, yeah, that's so tropey. Um, well, he, I think he was trying to figure out his sexuality. They agreed they weren't bi, though. They're like, yeah, I don't yeah. think we're bi. They're just straight and you're, we're just special to each other, which seems very... I'm just attracted to you, not as a man, just as a person. Mm-hmm. So, moving on to chapter 13. Dylan is sick for several days. Uh, he's got a cold and so Joe can't feed off of him. Uh, when he finally does, uh, Dylan passes out and is taken to the hospital. Uh, it's basically Joa has ate too much because he hadn't had m- so much for so long. Uh, and Joe is afraid that he'll hurt him again. But Dylan says they'll make it work. So, yeah. So I, w- what happened to Dylan is he got anemia real fast and that will land you on your ass. I know from experience, I got a m- minor concussion one time when it happened at my first job. But now I'm wondering, so like if, going back to the situation of what we would do, so we could just pretend we're sick the entire time, like lick the toilet seat or something. (laughs) (laughs) Do not suggest lick the toilet seat. We're not endorsing anything. I'll try the garlic first. Prevent Joe. Yeah, if all else fails, lick from the toilet, like drink from the toilet bowl like a cat or something. Like like the episode of Friends where Phoebe licks all the sick cups. Oh, yeah. Well, I know. Here's the thing. I wonder... If you have a blood disorder, would they still be able to drink from you? Or would that just not affect them? What kind of blood disorder? So, like, for me, I have type 1 von Willebrand's disease. So, in the event I get a serious cut, uh, oh, my, my blood doesn't yeah. clot. Because there's, um, what is it? Oh, 
on Selena. One where you make too many red blood cells. You'd be great for a vampire. Oh, but man. The, yeah. The opposite would be anemia. And you'd probably, the vampire would be like, you're, you're not very useful. Yeah, I'm kind of borderline anemia, depending on, like, how much blood I lose because of my menses. That won't be a problem anymore in 10 days. <laughs> but, but you have to wonder. Well, I also have a blood disorder, too. I don't make enough platelets, so that would just be, like, you know, if a vampire ate for me, I'd just be afraid I'd well, bleed you, out. Yeah, I'd right. Bleed out, so. But see, that's the other thing with Joa. Like, he will Do lick... Do it works like a mosquito? Because mosquitoes inject something so you keep bleeding, and it sort of numbs it until the mosquito leaves. Oh, well, no, their tongues, like, essentially go right into your vein, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's on a microscopic level, so that's why you don't necessarily bleed when a mosquito bites you, but with Joa, like, Dylan does bleed from the bite wounds, because it's, like, teeth, giant teeth. Yeah, uh, but it's pretty quick. Yeah, because Joa licks it, and, like, his saliva has healing properties. That's not So weird. he just needs to kiss him when he's sick. May or just drink his saliva? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Ew. <laughs> You have, but you have to wonder. I, mean, I have a question. They say that everything that goes in his mouth turns to ash. Yeah, so that's why he can't reciprocate that particular sexual action that Dylan does for him. Yeah. <laughs> what happens when they kiss and they're like tonguing? Like that wasn't a problem. That did cross my mind when I was reading. I was like, wait. So no maybe Frenchie because like the tongue is not as long as the mouth, <laughs> maybe. Because it's like, he can't eat anything, so maybe there's, like, a threshold of, like, okay, if you're in this part of my mouth, it's okay, but if you go further, your tongue is ash. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there's a threshold. Maybe it's paired with chewing? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so moving on. (laughs) Swallowing. Okay, but um, chapter 14, Dylan addresses Joa's fear, so... With the power of friendship. Oh, yes, that is exactly what happens. We have a My Little Pony moment. Uh, So he talks to Alf and Angie about what happened, and he asks them if, in, in the event of emergency, if Dylan is ever sick again, if they would be willing to donate some of their blood, they agree, so the conflict's been resolved there. So then uh, moving on to chapter 15, we're nearing the end of book one. Because summer is around the corner and there's going to be more sunlight, Joa wants to go to Cape Town for summer vacation since there will be less sunlight there. And once Dylan finishes his finals, he's going to go meet him after the exams. Oh, wait, they live in Scandinavia, so, like, it's super, they're by the pole. Yeah, Yeah, they're right there. Summer's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he's going to head down south. To, to meet him later, but he doesn't respond. Dun, dun, dun! And that's how book one ends. And I think that's, are we going to end there? Well, we can continue. Like, uh, there's book two. Um, It's September, and... No, we should leave him I, hanging. I will leave him hanging. Joe is okay. He comes back, but shit's going to go down. Yeah, it's real good. It, it's so uh, good. Yeah, I'll just say... Annie Kay keeps her promise there is more vampire action. Yes. What to, yeah, well, we'll just move on to the questions. It's so good. Ah, yeah, so while their relationship didn't have the healthiest of beginnings, what do you think of it now? Do you approve or are you still kind of like icked out? I approve because they communicate better than a lot of couples. Amen. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like, you know, this is a story of like, I always want the two boys to communicate, but they, and of course, and, you know, more conflict ensues. I just, I just like the fact that they communicate more so than 
other couples. I think, I mean, I, I think their relationship is like is super adorable now. I mean, at you know, towards the end of book one, um, but I really enjoy their them as a couple. Mm-hmm. I like the communication like you did. The one thing that throws me off is I think people can have fluid sexualities, but they're pretty adamant that they're both straight, but they're like each other's only exception, which is romantic, but also it makes me nervous because I can't tell you how many like lesbians I've met that guys are like, you just haven't met the right guy yet. Ew. You'll find the right deck for you. <laughs> and I'm like, this is exactly that. Well, I found the right... So it, it kind of like... I feel like part of that is like demeaning to like people's sexuality that they just need to find the right puzzle piece to fit in that. Like now we're getting into gross metaphors. Now, but, um, but at the same time, in general, other than that part, which is a big part, the rest of the characters are very open about their sexualities and very like clear. Like there's pansexual characters, bisexual characters. There's characters that are clearly straight, but they support their friends. There's the girl who talks about Angie herself, says she, when she came out, was by her father, like, doesn't want anything to do with that, was, like, not good. And other characters talk about their parents being supportive, and characters just, like, totally accepting whatever you decide you want to do. Like, oh, you like girls, and now you're dating a dude? That's cool. We're all five stars. My friendship is magic all the time. I love the friendship aspect and they have realistic interactions. So, but uh, yeah. So yeah, that puzzle piece thing that, yeah, I mean, I understand what their argument is because I've had that thrown at me too with being like asexual. They're like, well, you haven't had sex. How do you know? How do you know know. you don't like it? So it's, yeah, I hate that argument, but I mean, if they would go more like, okay, so we're more maybe pan, it doesn't matter, but they admit they're not pan. They love women other than each other, which is a special, like, exception, which, okay, fine, I'll, I'll take that what it is, but I feel like it leads into that thing in the real world where people are like, you just haven't found the right one yet. If you did, you would be gay or straight or whatever else. Like, you just haven't found the right person of this gender, and you could, though. And, like, some people are like, no, I totally don't find that attractive. Please stop. Yeah, no, that. don't limit yourself to, yeah. like, one gender. Just... You'll you'll find the right person, yeah. whatever gender sexuality they have. It honestly doesn't matter. Just end it with you'll find the right person, or maybe you won't. You'll just be you know forever just hey, you. Some people don't, which I'm okay people. with. Yeah, yeah. I have cats. Yeah, I think I I like their relationship. I think a lot of well, the impression I got is the reason they're like, oh, we're straight, is more from like not willing or not understanding, like like not knowing enough about being gay or anything like that not having enough knowledge behind that true because so, they did look it up yeah and, but I think and they have so many friends of different sexualities and they talk about it you think they're not unaware yeah but i mean that's the impression i got from when i, I read it and a lot with joa because he's from the 80s uh it's he's probably got more of a stigma in his mind of, like, because the 80s is when the AIDS crisis happened and right. everything. And so he's probably like, oh, probably shouldn't be gay. But then when this happens, he's like, oh, this is fine. But he did bring up that his best friend was asexual and that yeah. his girlfriend was bi. So, so you'd think he'd have more knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, he did come across open-minded to me. But, yeah. no, I see what you're saying about having that mindset. Just being stuck and fixated on the idea of, I'm I'm just straight. It's fine. I'm he straight. He even tested out bi. I'm straight. Bi. 
They're like, nah, do you think we'll pan? Nah. We're just straight, but... Whatever makes them comfortable yeah. in their yeah. mind, I'm just like, okay, but you're wrong. I mean, people get to self-label, I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. Maybe, That's true, yeah. Maybe they will figure it out eventually. It's, you know... I don't think they have to have a label, honestly. I mean, if, if it's something... I mean, can you imagine introducing yourself that way? Like, just with that label? I had someone who did that. He was obnoxious. Yeah, like, it, it <laughs> honestly doesn't matter. Just give me your name. <laughs> He said, I'm a redhead who's allergic to sunlight and can't eat meat. And I'm like, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. The eat meat part, okay, that's fine, you know, if I'm ever going to have you yeah, over But that's not how you introduce yourself. Yeah, no. That's yeah. true. That's too much information. Like, yeah. the, all of those things are fine in itself, and having all those things at once is fine. But, like, introducing yourself as that, I don't need to know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. So, how do you think it, the, the story's going to end? Without giving too much spoilers. So... Honestly, I think because Marcel was mentioned from the very beginning, it, it's kind of like a Chekhov. Yeah, it's kind of like Chekhov when he introduces a gun at the beginning of his play. It's going to go off in the third act. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the very same thing with Marcel. He was mentioned in the beginning. He's going to come back at some point. Like clearly from the flashbacks, like Joel was not just anybody to him and he's... He was special, like, yeah. He was possessive of things that he's made, so that's going to come. There's things, though, well, that's definitely come up. There's things I'd like to come up, though. Uh -huh. um, for instance, um, they keep on bringing up his best friend who disappeared. Yes, oh, that's yes. another one. Could someone please They've got to bring him back. What happened? Did he turn into a vampire, maybe? Because remember, Joe had disappeared. And then that's he, my thought, yeah. is maybe he's a vampire. The other thing is, like, I never got to say goodbye to my girlfriend. I couldn't go see him. Oh, that's going to come back. We I know needed, how that's going to come and back. And I thought, because I thought what, like, what occasionally characters would be introduced to side characters. I'm like, it's going to be her, like, kid or something. And they didn't do it for me. Oh, I'm pretty sure her, 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 there's going to be a kid. You're like, what? I'm pretty oh. sure that. Oh my god! That never because when the new girl showed up and she's like, oh, sorry. Oh no, I'm not like, her. I think one of the other characters might be her daughter. Or is her daughter? Oh, I didn't my god. think of that. I didn't think of that. I look at sure the hair coming. Oh, oh snap! It's not just her daughter. Oh, what? That's Damn. my headcanon. You just blew my mind. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> oh my god! You guys didn't. I figured this. Are out. Are you talking about Angie's girlfriend, like no. potential girlfriend, the, the best one. friend, the redhead? Carolyn. Oh, Carolyn! Bring oh. red hair! I just blew your mind. <laughs> I thought it was just because, like, she was Dylan's kind of love interest. That oh no, so it's weird. Dylan's daughter, or no, it's it's Joa's daughter. I'm pretty sure it's Joa's oh. daughter. Joa and the, her his girlfriend and his ex girlfriend. Just... Damn! You just blew my mind. Yeah, I know. yeah but he was in. Does the timeline? The timeline matches up, but how'd they get to a different country? And maybe well, maybe I mean, they'll we're learning a lot of new things in book so two. So that was something I wanted, and also the fact that Joa doesn't age, but Dylan will. Mm -hmm. How does this relationship? Yeah, eventually. Well, that here's here's what I think because some vampire lores is if you kill the progenitor, all the rest go back. Oh uh, yeah. How does that work? Though? So if he can kill the person who bites him, he might turn back. back to okay. Him. At least some of the stories do that. Some of them, you know, if you kill the progenitor, all the rest die. So, mm -hmm. but in the end, I think it's gonna have to deal with uh, Marcel. Right. Yeah. yeah. That seems worth leading. Mm -hmm. All right. So, what is uh, one thing that you disliked about transfusions? I don't really have anything. Nothing? I mean, 
Let me think about it. Okay. Yeah. I, I, when I, I'm always um, going to ask this question for like everything, but it takes a while to think of on this one. I mean, there were minor grammatical errors in this, but like, that's not a big killer for me. Um, I think maybe the slow burn is going to be a, a potential turnoff for some people, but I swear it's really rewarding. It. Yeah. Like, it's really it rewarding. It didn't feel rushed. It felt like nothing was pushed and it was natural. The only thing that I felt was like weird is like you talked about before, the gay for you aspect. The mm-hmm. only thing that I disliked up until chapter two was there weren't like I felt that the ball had been dropped on the backstory of like vampires and stuff. Like it had uh-huh. been touched on but it hadn't reached. And then the chapter two came out or volume two came out and I was like, Well, there we go. Everything I dislike about this is gone because we're about to get into real vampire action. Okay, yeah, so more vampire. Yeah. Because I was I was worried. I was worried that we weren't gonna get to it and they were just gonna fly past it and not even address it. But we're seriously getting into it. I'm excited. I, I think, like, if I was initially reading this when this was coming out, because, like, I read some of it, you know, in early 2000s, and then I lost touch with it. I mean, because I, I love webcomics, but some of them just take forever. And Fair. it's like they, you know, they update once a week, or it's once every couple of months, or something like that. I think if I was reading this, like, week to week, the slow burn would, like, make me angry. But I read it, like, very quickly. It's a very quick read. And there's enough out there to, like, bite your teeth on. Yeah, it'll take here. you a good ah. couple hours to read through yeah. it. Yeah. So I think if I was, you know, that point, it's a little slow burn, but not as slow as some of the other stories I've ever read. All right, so what's one thing you love most about transfusions? Joa. Yeah. <laughs> the friendship is magic. Okay, friendship is magic. Like, I'm sorry, like, I love... <laughs> yeah, Angie's like, pretty great. Yeah, She really yeah. is. I want to be your best friend. That his friends are, like, they're there for each other, like. Yeah, that's kind of refreshing. Like, even when they're mad about something, like, the whole thing with, oh, your boyfriend's a vampire and you didn't tell us, and we're your besties, like, like, afterwards and Angie just being, and, like, no matter what they're going through in their life, they're supportive. Like, you can't go on vacation because you gotta work at the movies this summer, I'm gonna see you at the movies all this summer. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just, like, really good to each other, and it's just. My heart. Pure. Yeah. My heart's so good. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Okay, one thing I wanted to say was uh, the one thing that kind of irked me, and I, I think it may go back to the thing I dislike about it, because you mentioned their friendship, is just their lives. How is it that each of them has their own apartment? Oh, it must be different they in Finland. Okay. Some of them share an apartment. Okay, because it's just like, how do you how also, do you afford Finland, that? Okay, they mention different of them have different economic situations, but Finland has a very strong social support system, and college uh. kids have like schools pay for if you have good enough grades. Okay, in England and France, um, Scandinavia, you're, if you have good enough grades, you'll get into a college, and that's tough. So their tuition, unless they're going to a specialized school, that might, uh-huh. it might be a small like tuition. So, um, and I think depending on your financial situation, there's like social supports which might help with getting an apartment. Wow. Um, they're taxed really heavily. Um, and some of them note, like, my family's well enough to go on vacation. Yay. Someone's like, my family's not. I have to work this summer to be able to afford things. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we totally, yeah. Like, and they don't judge you for that. 
I like that. Like, they're very honest in their discussions. Like, some of them have to have a part-time job to afford their apartment or have an apartment with someone else. Other people are like, I am so lucky because my family can afford to go on a summer trip to another country. And they're like, you are lucky. I was just, like, very refreshingly honest about social economic. And, like, it was a short scenes, a few of them like that. Uh But it really meant a lot to me because I feel like there's too many shows that it's just, like, Laguna Beach and everyone's fabulously rich and you should just, like, aspire to this. And, like, if you're not, you suck. But they're just, like, honestly, that's not all like that. See, when I was reading it, like I said, I didn't know at the time it was, like, in another country. I was thinking it was here in the States. And I was like, this is some sort of BS. Like, I, an apartment in my area is over a thousand a month. And it's just ridiculous. It's like four people in my house. We have to work together in order to afford the house alone. And it's an old house, one story. And it's, it it should, like, we should not be taxed half a million for that house because it's old. It's, but, you know, gentrification in that neighborhood is happening right now. But, um, yeah, I I think what I love most is the communication between Joa and Dylan. I think what I really loved, uh, and I guess it's, it's not really about the story, but I really like the color spotting and how faithful she is Mm -hmm. to it and it's not just the obvious things where it's like well obviously this person has red hair but it's like a book on the shelf one of them is red or like hey this scarf is pink and so it's like pink in the story but everything else is gray it's like little bitty details in the back are red because when you're in a room there's obviously going to be things that are red right and i like how she doesn't forget about that also her i watched her do a drawing like live stream of it and it's Ah. fantastic like how she does the light and the different layers it's it's absolutely amazing to watch and it was fun because she drew little penises and then would draw them off and i'm like Ah. yes this is this is how i would live stream um but it was really fun uh i i really like uh this how the story is so detailed and she has these little bitty things that most people are like, it doesn't matter, it's in the background, but I'm like, it helps bring me into the real world. I like those, like, plot and side story and, like, right. substance. And I can't believe, when I was reading the about page, when she said when she initially started that she didn't have a lot of it plotted out, like, I kind of had a hard time believing that because, I mean, it's it flows so well. And I think that's another thing I like about it is just the the storyline. She's really got it down. So, Lynn, what did, what did you love about Transfusions? Other well, than Joa. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I did like the part, the communication. I keep coming back to that. Right. I feel like, I, I mean, they've had conflicts in their relationship, but when you don't communicate, it's like amplified times 10. I do agree with you on the part where um, it didn't feel like she didn't have an idea of where things were going because it's really, the story is moving along quite nicely. And um, I do like the fact that she also updates pretty frequently. So, oh, right. very much. So, it's like every two pages every Sunday, right? Yes, two From pages every Sunday. Even when she doesn't, you know, finish the page, she'll go back and do it again. But you're, it's a it's eight pages frequent. a month. Yeah, that's pretty good. For <laughs> that's a impressive. Comic. I mean, Starfighter doesn't even update that much. Um, oh, yeah. Geez. And I was thinking of that recently. I noticed that Starfighter, they haven't had sex in five years. I went no. Oh my. They haven't had sex in five years. Uh, I'm getting blue balled here. Have you seen some of the. Uh, you'd have to be a Patreon. Well, I am. I get the pages. Oh, you do see yeah, the juicy so stuff. So I know what's going on right now. Okay. Because I was just like, I'm chomping at the bit here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, it moves along. It's it's a nice webcomic. You know, the art has really come a long way. 
since the very mm-hmm. early days. Um, I just and I just enjoy it. Yeah, and the art isn't even bad when you start, but no. it gets even um, more amazing. But you just see the, the growth of you know her art. That's it, cool to see. Yeah. So it sounds like everyone would recommend it. Yes. Why would you recommend it? It's better love story than Twilight. Yes. Yeah. It moves along. It really does. So if you want something, I mean, I reread this recently just in an afternoon in a couple hours. So if you can kill a couple hours, you can read the whole thing. That's what's out right now. And the thing is, we say slow burn, and slow burn sometimes equates to boring, but this is uh, not yeah, boring. Yeah, it, it doesn't. You could even take out, like, the sex scenes and you still have a really good story. Right? Very much. Yeah. They're just, like, icing on the cake. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend it because the plot, it's it's wonderful. They don't rush into any of their intimate moments, which if they had, I would kind of be like, oh, man, it's kind of borderline PWP just for the purpose of BL because it's labeled BL and everything. But yeah, no, it's it's a well-rounded story and their intimate moments are not problematic. So when you're reading through those moments, you're not berating yourself mentally for like, like, hold up, this is kind of borderline rape. Should you really be reading it? And there was a page recently where um, I could feel when I was just looking at it, there weren't any words. It was just you could feel the tenderness between yes. the two of them. Yeah. And art doing that, I was like, I looked at that page, you know, for a long time. You could just feel the passion between the two characters. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's like you don't even need sex. You just need those, like, that, that meme of get get you someone that looks at Dylan. Yeah. Like just, Joe. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> So how often do you reread Transfusions? I've read it at least three times. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've read it quite a bit, but uh, that's like sometimes I'll I'll read just the month. I'll wait until like a month until I have all the pages and then read it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But sometimes I'll go back and read a whole chapter and read those eight pages. And sometimes I'll go back to the beginning and read the whole thing, depending on my mood. So, yeah, I don't think I'd go back to the beginning to reread it because it's. It, it was just kind of introducing characters, and, like, once once you've read it once, it's like, okay, I can skip it. I would kind of go to the more, <laughs> chapter, more moments with conflicts in there. Chapter 7 and Chapter oh 9. My God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably there. together. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd go back to read where all the, like, the shit hits the fan with their friends, because I just love the story. But, yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna... It, it's been a while since I've read this. I read it, like, just this month, but, uh... I think I'm going to definitely keep up with it more because it's getting good. So for those of you interested, if it's for sale, um, sorry, no, but it's free online. Uh, you can also become a Patreon member and you'll get advanced pages as well. Join me. Yeah, I, I, I'm de- I think I'm definitely about to join you. Um, so while you can't buy a physical copy of Transfusions, you, there is a, a online store where you can buy products with transfusion characters on it. And I'm actually very surprised by the variety I found on online. So uh, you can find like coffee mugs, a reusable shopping bag, nothing too risque. So like you can take it out in public and yeah, you're not, not feel bringing shamed. a dick into Kroger. Yeah. Uh, the, there's also like notebooks, prints, stickers, all that jazz. There's also stuff from, I guess, the, the witch store on there. So. Yeah, definitely check out the online store. Uh, also, there's the Patreon page. There, You'll get exclusive access to advanced pages, her zines, and a lot more. She has a YouTube channel as well. 
but you'll have access to her videos via her Patreon page. So, yeah, I think I'm going to join soon because it's like $6 is like one of the max ones. You can probably do more, but like $6 is where you can get pretty much like everything on her Patreon page. So, yeah, we, we highly recommend that you go read Transfusions. Check it out. Read it at least once. Tell us how you liked it. And if you can, please support Annie Kay. She wants to make a full-time living doing this. So please help her make her dream come true. Do you guys want to add anything before we go? Nothing? No. Okay. Fine. Bye, Fujitos. Don't want to describe this as, like, My Little Pony Twilight. No. (laughs) Better than Twilight with the addition of My Little Pony Friendship Magic. Yeah, yeah. Their friendship is way up there. And very, um... Satisfying sexual intercourse. Mm, yep. There for is. The adults in the room, for yeah. the adults in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, later Fujitos. We're going to have a slumber party. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to 801 Review. You can find more episodes of the show in the 801 Podcast on Simplecast and iTunes. If you enjoyed the show or want to help us out, please consider leaving a review or donate to our Patreon page. And remember, anything is a better love story than Twilight.